Well, good morning. Good morning, good news. I'm Greg Taylor, news director here at Q Media in Bluff Country and K-Wing. And today we're talking with Ed Hahn. And Ed works down there at the fabulous National Eagle Center in Wabasha. Now, Ed, I believe you've got a new title as a director of marketing and communications. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> new title, pretty much the same job. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I asked last time on the phone whether that came with a big raise. And I think he just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> a lot like that. <laughs> well, at any rate, you know, it's none of our business how much they're paying you, but I know you really love your job. And who in the heck would not want to work at the Eagle Center? Oh, my goodness gracious. So I'll tell you what, you guys are always super busy. I know that you have got several field trips coming up yet this winter. and So you guys do have some field trips. Maybe explain that because these things are super cool. Yeah, the field trips are just a really, the way I like to describe it to people is it's essentially a traveling classroom experience. And people really, uh, over the years, have come to know and really love the classroom experiences that we do each and every day. But with the field trip, what you're going to be doing is you're you're literally heading out into the heart of eagle territory, whether that's, you know, to look for bald eagles or in the middle of winter, more typically it's golden eagles. But you're on a coach bus. You're with uh, one of our educators. And so they're going to kind of do a mini program as you're traveling between locations. But it's also a nice way to be able to uh, answer questions from our guests as they are seeing things. You know, as you're driving to the locations, maybe you see an eagle in a tree or maybe it's doing something that you, you know, kind of have questions about. So you can get all those kind of real-time answers as you are experiencing and observing those phenomenon. And then, of course, you know, once they go to uh, the locations that have been pre-scouted before each field trip, we set up viewing scopes. And so you get a chance to really take in some really cool and incredible sights. And again, our expert guides, they're there to explain in detail everything that you are viewing. And of course, if you have individual questions, they are there. So it's, it's kind of like a, uh, what's the word I'm looking at? A safari experience, I guess. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, we also have our, uh, what we call habitat tours, which are yeah. like a field trip experience, but even more personalized and more private. Uh, those are our field trips that are for, you know, up to 10 people. So it's perfect for like a family group or maybe you and a few friends. And so you go out in your own vehicle, you follow our our National Eagle Center vehicle, and basically you can personalize that experience even more. You can say ahead of time, you know, hey, we really want to see eagle nests. Or if it's say it's during the fall, you could say, hey, we really want to learn about the types of waterfowl that are migrating on the upper Mississippi River. You can tailor that experience to what you really want to focus in on. And we've had uh, quite a few of those experiences, and the people who go on them just rave about them. Well, they look really cool. And you can check out uh, not only the habitat tours, but as we were talking uh, before, these field trips are really, really super cool. And you can find out everything about the National Eagle Center at National Eagle Center. Org. They've made it very, very simple, and they've got some great social media pages as well. I always bring up Facebook because I'm old, but they also have, it looks like, Instagram, and what's this other fancy thing? Oh, YouTube. Oh, I'll bet you got some great stuff on YouTube. I don't think I've ever checked out your yeah, YouTube it's, page. it's a bit newer for us, but, uh, you know, we... Uh Really, during the, the COVID time, we were able to secure some grants and get some new technology. And so, yeah, we're doing more and more these days with some nice new cameras and microphones and things like that. So, yeah, we, you know, again, it's, it's not a huge collection on, on Facebook yet, but there are some really nice things that you can check out there. And, of course, we're looking to expand that library in the future. 
Yeah, very cool. We're talking today with uh, Ed Hahn, Director of Marketing and Communications at the National Legal Center in Wabasha, of course. And, you know, besides you've got the Grumpy Old Men Festival and you've got this. So you guys are kind of nationally known for two things in a pretty small town. It's beautiful. But, I mean, you wouldn't really think that the National Eagle Center would be in southeastern Minnesota. I think it's just it's just so cool. Yeah, that's a lot of our guests always ask us, you know, why why Wabasha? What's the deal there? It kind of seems like a, a fairly <laughs> random place, but it really does go back to, you know, when bald eagles were, were still uh, critically endangered. And yep. because in the wintertime, the upper Mississippi River is such a, uh, a magnet for eagles because it still has portions of open water, uh, they can get to fish. And so that is really, uh, you know, Wabasha was one of those places during the, the 80s and 70s where people could come and reliably see bald eagles when that was still a pretty big deal yeah so that's just carried on and and you know one thing led to the next and so the center is in Wabasha well I think it's just fantastic and I know people here I I belong to some wildlife uh, I've liked some and follow some wildlife page on Facebook and there's a couple gals and and folks here in southeastern Minnesota and they're often between oh between us and, and you or between you and Winona, and they have some, they're professional photographers. They've got a trademark and everything, and they get some unbelievable shots. And, you know, you've got more than eagles there, as I'm looking at your website again, nationaleaglecenter.org. Hollywood, you have got a beautiful red-tailed hawk. And as much as I like eagles, I'm kind of obsessed with hawks and falcons. And is there a difference between a hawk and a falcon? And, And I know there's a lot of different types of birds of prey. Yeah, oh yeah, they're they're all different. I mean, you know, within the raptor designation, you have eagles, you have falcons, you have hawks, you have kites, you have owls fall in there as well. Osprey are kind of a, a, a unique raptor for some of their abilities and adaptations. But yeah, they're all different. And of course, within those, you have individual species. So you have several right. types of hawks, you have several types of eagles, owls, etc. Uh, but they are all different types of birds. Holy catfish. Well, I just Googled largest eagles in the world because something like this popped up on Facebook. And these are just, well, they're insane, frankly. Stellar sea eagle. Yeah, that's a big bird. That is a very oh, big bird. <laughs> it's, oh, my gosh. It looks like it could carry that woman away. That would not be good. At any rate, and you've got several eagles there. And I know my friend in northwest Iowa, we visited that place. And, and she loves it. But occasionally, and she'll tell me this uh, when we go to a zoo or something, she always feels slightly bad, you know, that they're there. And I try to explain to her why they're there. And they're living a a great life, by the way. Um, But I know it's not the same as the wild. But there's a reason. You didn't just go out and catch these in a giant butterfly net. There's a reason why they're at the center. Yeah, absolutely. That is a very common question we have. You know, why are they there? They're all permanently injured. So, all of the ambassadors that live at the center that we care for and educate the public with, you know, they all started out in the wild, and then in the course of their lives, they had some kind of event that caused them injury, and, and thankfully, they were all uh, able to be found and recovered and taken to a rehab facility. And while the goal of any rehab is always to get that eagle you know, fully rehabilitated and able to, to be released back into the wild, that doesn't always turn out to be that way. And so if that is the case, 
you know, the rehab centers will then try to find permanent homes for those birds. And so in the cases of all of our Eagle ambassadors, they all have permanent either wing injuries or permanent eye injuries. Um, And so they all ended up coming to the National Eagle Center where we get to be their caretakers and, and work with them every day to share their stories and educate the public. But, you know, kind of to your point, birds in general in, in the United States and in North America really are pretty heavily regulated. There, there's several um, laws in place to protect them. And specifically, eagles have quite a few layers of protection on them. And so to even possess or be the caretakers for the ambassadors requires us to have several permits from the you know the federal government the u.s fish and wildlife service and so it's not just a willy-nilly process it's not just like we went outside and, and found an eagle and and brought it in there's really a lot of process procedure and and permitting that goes into that and that's the case for each and every eagle so you know in the future if the national eagle center and we're always kind of looking for new uh, ambassadors to add to our team. Um, In the case of every one of those, if we find another candidate that would make a good ambassador at the center, we have to go through all that permitting again. So that's a case-by-case basis, and it can be quite lengthy. Sure. We're talking uh, with a couple more minutes with Ed Hahn, who is the National Eagle Center Director of Marketing and Communications. And I just happened to see on Facebook, I scrolled down from a couple days ago. And of course, we're it's snowing as we talk today, recording this conversation. Uh, but I, I didn't know this, that when we get some heavier snow, eagles don't really like to fly in that. Yeah, that's a, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of content uh, that's, that's... out on the internet. Uh, amazing. Many videos on YouTube that are inspirational. That's that's the point. They're supposed to be inspiring, and and they are. But they put out this idea that uh, bald e- or eagles in general, not necessarily bald eagles, but eagles are special among birds because during storms, other birds, you know, all head for shelter, but eagles fly above the storm. And they're oh, as as humans, when we encounter storms in our life, we have to fly above the storm. And again, it is a very inspiring and motivational thought but it's actually not based in reality and so uh just like everybody else and just like us humans uh when a bad storm hits you know the eagles they're going to go look for shelter usually around here for a blizzard or a thunderstorm they're going to kind of head into the bluffs where there's a little bit of protection from the wind and they're going to find a nice sturdy tree and they're just going to tuck in and ride out that storm just like the rest of us Uh, but the other thing to keep in mind too is you know we obviously when we think about eagles and birds we think about flying and kind of the freedom that that brings. But in truth, and this is always a surprise to our guests, eagles are really perching birds. That's what they're designed to do kind of by their biology and their physiology uh, because flying takes a lot of energy. It is extremely exhausting and energy intensive. And so the analogy that I always make for people when I'm talking about this is Eagles are very much like lions on the African savanna. You know, what are those lions doing 22, 23 hours out of the day? They're just lying in the tall grass. They're resting. They're conserving their energy, and they're waiting for that next meal to come along and the time to strike. Bald eagles do the exact same thing. You know, they're going to find a nice tall tree with an unobstructed view of their surroundings. They're going to perch up there, and they're just going to watch, and they're going to wait maybe for that (laughs) next big juicy fish to swim by or maybe the next rabbit or squirrel to go by, uh, but that's how they spend their time. And so uh, when you see an eagle in flight, when it's flying, always think to yourself, 
that eagle has a purpose right now. It's working. It's doing something. They don't just go out there and fly for just fun. for the fun of it <laughs> because it takes so much energy to do it. Kind of like me getting off my couch to do anything, frankly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Ed, thank you so much. Uh, it's always fun to talk to you, and I always learn something cool. Uh, Ed Hahn, the Director of Marketing and Communications, our guest this morning on Good Morning Good News here on Bluff Country. We really appreciate your time. Ed, you have a great day. And NationalEaglesCenter.org, everything you need to know about the National Eagles experience there at the center, you can find it right there. Thanks so much, Ed. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. Uh, thanks for having me on.